Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. <coughs> Welcome to my show, Quinn David Furness. But this is the Beantown Podcast for Friday, July 15th, 2022. What's going on? What's happening? How are you? Can you believe that July is halfway over? It's almost August. And that means almost end of summer. Which for me is kind of... We were talking about this uh, the other day. And that'll actually uh, segue in nicely into uh, an opening topic that I wasn't anticipating discussing. But... We were discussing this at Bar Trivia uh, on Wednesday night. I'm going to come back to that. But essentially that, you know, summer is, is, you know, the end of summer is creeping near. It's nigh, N-I-G-H, if you will. But it's not like when you're a kid and it's like, oh, no, summer's almost over. Like, rats, I, you know, I wish I had done more. Like, oh, no. For me, it's like. I, I fall is my favorite season, so like getting closer to like October, November, football, and then you get to like holidays and less work. Like I love all of that. I'm a big fan. Uh, I don't like sweating all the time. Uh, I don't like air conditioning. So there's you know we're getting closer towards the end of that, which is good. And it's just kind of like for me personally, I, I you know summer's not over, and there's certainly more things that I'm going to be doing, but. I've really done a lot of uh, things that I like to do. I've I've hung out at the lake. I've gone swimming in the lake, tragically, I might add. I've gone to a couple Cubs games. I have, you know, drank a lot of good drinks. I've seen friends. I've seen family. You know, it's just, it's kind of like, it's you know, it's not like, oh, no, summer's over. Like, time to start working on my list. Like, no, I've been working on my list. Um, we we went to uh, our listener discussion is advised when listening to Beantown Podcast. Number one, case you use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible, although there's a lot that we're getting to today. Uh, the topic of today's episode is kicking off our U.S. state power rankings. And I believe it's not a, you know, we're doing this in five chunks is the plan, but there's not, it's not 10 every day. They're going to be lumped into categories. And today's category is a little bit smaller. I think there's maybe seven states on there. I'd have to go back and look. I'm going to get to that in a hot second here. But a couple housekeeping notes, uh, a couple things that I want to, to mention uh, Summerfest bar trivia, don't let me forget. I also want to say hello to our friends in Pakistan. The uh, the Mid East out there. Hello Karachi. Hello Hyderabad. Hello Khyber Pass. If you're listening to this, uh, we're we're not power ranking Pakistan, but maybe you'll learn a little bit something about the United States of America. Hoorah! Today on the show. The other thing I want to mention is I have been in such a funk today. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the rain. We haven't had a really kind of crappy weather day here in Chicago for a while, and it has just been like dark, droomy is the word that I just said. That is not a word, D-R-O-O-M-Y. Dreary and gloomy is sort of the, the portmanteau going on there, P-O-R-T-M-A-N-T-E-A-U. And just an overall high level of ick, okay? And I don't know, the, it's just been a weird day from the start. I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning on the couch, and I didn't go to bed in the couch or on the couch. I went to bed in bed and I was watching Seinfeld and uh, it was the parking garage episode. And I went to bed. It was like 11, 11, 15, something like that. My phone was there. My laptop was there with me in bed. Next thing I know, I wake up. There's light streaming through the windows and it's 5 a.m. and I'm on the couch. And it's like, how, what? I have no clue, man. Really kind of spooky start to the day. So I went back to bed and, and finished my slumber there. So that was a weird sign of things to come. I, I've just been like sleepy. I didn't feel like working out. I, I went for like a, rode a bike in a, uh, for 40 minutes watching The Fugitive, which was exciting. I, got, I used our new gym for the first time ever. A month and a half into living here, and it, hey, it works out pretty nicely. Actually, it's not sexy. Here's the here's the gym setup. There's two stationary bikes. There's two ellipticals, and there's two treadmills, and then there's uh, dumbbells, two a piece from five to twenty five. And it's like, you know what? And but there's there's TVs. They work. They have volume, 
and I'm just thinking like, you know what, this isn't, uh, this isn't, you know, the Chicago athletic club, but it gets the job done. You know, I can go, I love it. I can go ride a stationary bike on a day off or something like that. Um, I'm a big fan. I think I'm going to be back there soon. And I do have a regular gym, my, my DePaul gym, that's all the way downtown. And, uh, there's, I don't know how many people, myself included, are interested in, you know, taking public transportation 30, 40 minutes just to get to the gym and then go back. Like, I'm just, I'm not really into that. So I used that. It worked out pretty well. But, but man, it is, and I've just been slumped. Uh, it's just so dark. They canceled the Cubs game. It's just kind of a weird day. And I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I did not really feel, it was like 5 o'clock. It was on the couch, like halfway napping. And I really didn't feel like doing the show today. Um, but I, I forced myself up off my ass because really all I've done today is ride the stationary bike, go to the grocery store, and do a couple work calls. That's pretty much it. So I said, you know, let's play some piano. Let's, uh, you know, let's get through the day. Let's do the podcast so we can uh, get it out there to the listeners. They can enjoy it on this fine weekend. So I apologize if I'm a little bit low energy. I'm doing my best, but boy, I'm just not feeling it today. It's strange. I just have not felt an ounce of motivation. Anyways, to, to continue on here. Wednesday night, I played bar trivia for the first time since before the pandemic started. So we're talking two and a half years, give or take. And it wasn't intentional. Uh, I just met up with some college friends who I, you know, it was very random, put together like an hour before. But I just said like, hey, I, you know, haven't seen folks in a while. Like, let's let's make it happen. Let's do something. And uh, just picked a bar. There's a Cubs game going on, so I wanted to pick a bar that I knew wouldn't be crazy. So I went to the Greystone Tavern, one of my favorite places. It's uh, also the default Minnesota Vikings bar in the region now that Redmond's Tavern is closed. So we went. We sit down at like 7.15, 7.20, four of us. And uh, next thing you know, they approach our table. It's like, so you're here for trivia? And we were like, no, but... Sure, why not? Uh, fortunately, it was, a tr- it was a company, it was a format that I'm familiar with. A very difficult one, very challenging one, I might add. And, uh, you know, not much to tell from the game itself. We finished third out of six, I think it was. Uh, so, and, you know, it was just like the top two teams were really good teams. And then there were kind of the normal folks like us, and we were at the top of that pack. So taking a lot of pride in that. But there were two questions that we got. And I'll share with you, kind of keep that trivia theme going. Thanks to those of you who played our uh, July 6th trivia on last episode. Two questions we got correct that I was really proud of. So the first one was what are, and they actually, the question itself, they gave you one of the letters. um, But I'm just going to hide both of them from you because I figure that's a more fun question. So what are the two letters of the alphabet that don't show up in a periodic table of element abbreviation or periodic table of elements abbreviation so like you know oxygen is o helium is he so it's not o it's not he that's that sort of thing so uh they actually they gave us one of them we had to figure out the second one so the first one and uh if you're you're really racking your brain and you really want to think about this go ahead and pause this episode because i'm just going to tell you both of them pretty much right now the first one is a q and that's the one that they gave us. The second one I was, I was really proud of because none of, there were four of us playing. We're not chemists. We're not science whizzes. But we were, able to, uh, we were able to figure it out. So the second letter is J. And I don't know. I think, I think I had seen that question before in a trivia game. I definitely, you know, I'm not quite smart enough to sit down in my mind and be like, okay, A, oh, yeah, A is in that element, and B, and then, okay, yeah, B is in that. Like, I probably could have narrowed it down to about three letters, um, but there's something in my mind that said J. I think it's J, and that's what we went with, and that's what it was right, so I was really proud of that. Second one was one of the final questions. There's two final questions. You can do, like, Jeopardy wagering sort of thing, and um, it was a math question. And again, none of us are mathematicians. And the answer, or the uh, the question was, and this is this is challenging because it's under time. Like if you just gave someone this problem and it's like get back to me tomorrow, 
anyone could figure it out. But we had maybe, I don't know, three, four minutes to figure it out, which sounds like a lot, but when you're drinking, you know, old styles, all two of them. I only got charged for one of them. Thank you, Greystone Tavern. And there's loud music. It just, it gets cacophonous in there. So the question was this. How many prime numbers are there between 1 and 100 in which 1 does not count as a prime number? So it's, again, it's a very simple, straightforward, standard question. But we, I was so proud of our team. We flipped over our scorecard. We whipped out our pen and we said, let's go to work. And we did. We uh, went, you know, 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 13, 17, 19, 23, 27, yada, yada, yada. 27 is not a prime number. Good thing we didn't include that. And we got it. And it was, it was tough because, man, when you get up to the high 80s and the 90s and time's running out and you're just trying to think like, okay, I know this isn't divisible by 3. I know it's not by 7. But then you start thinking like 13 and 21 and stuff. It's like... It gets, it gets tough to sort of do that multiplication quick or division quick on the fly. And we got it. So the correct answer, how many prime numbers are there between 1 and 100 and which one does not count? It's 25. There's 25 prime numbers. So we got that. We didn't win. We didn't get any cool prizes. But you know what? We fought. We were tenacious. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of our team. So the other thing I wanted to... Uh, touch on is um, Summerfest because we haven't done a podcast in nine days and so Rachel and I went to Summerfest last weekend we drove up there Thursday night came back Sunday morning a shout out to good friends of the podcast Ryan uh, Austin Ligon and Christian English Uh, we got brunch with him on Sunday morning great time nice to catch up Good to see him as always. Go check out their Twitch channel. You can find them on Twitch at Reekent, R-E-E-K-E-N-T. They would love your view upon one of their streams, your longing gaze, G-A-Z-E. Well, we were at Summerfest. Uh, if you don't know, Summerfest, huge music festival in Milwaukee right along Lake Michigan, it's a really fun time. We got early bird tickets, $50 for a three-day pass. And there's just tons of bands, tons of artists, a lot of really f- food that's terrible for you, cheese curds, chicken tenders, French fries. I had half a chicken one day. A lot of drinking, pre-gaming in the, uh, in the hotel, both from stuff I bought as well as the hotel bar. So I brought up some tequila some seltzer water, some high noons. And then uh, on Friday, we hit the hotel bar. We had a martini for, I think, 5 or $6. We had some beer. It was just, it was a great time. We got lucky with beautiful weather. Shout out to all the artists who played there. My favorite, my highlights from the weekend were John Fogarty, for sure, lead singer of uh, CCR. And Death Cab, great set. Uh, I've, I've kind of been iffy on Death Cab when I've seen them live in the past. I feel like they've kind of been, you know, not bad, but just like, mm, this was okay. And I love Death Cab. But this, this set, they, they were locked in. They were really good. Um, and then a very confusing performance from Portugal, the man who clearly hadn't rehearsed. It was really bizarre. Um, it was like half of their set was covers. They... Uh, didn't play any new music, I don't think, which was really strange since they have a new album due out this year and they released a single like two months ago. I don't know. It didn't really make sense to me that um, they would just go up there and play like a couple of their big hits, like Feel It Still, Sleep Forever. Uh, and they, they did play Atomic Man, which is kind of a, a underrated song of theirs that I really love. And then they played just like a lot of covers. They played uh, Nirvana. They played Metallica. I think they might have played Pearl Jam. They ended with the Beatles. It was just kind of, they ended with a cover. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm glad that I was able to see him. Glad it, it happened. But really kind of a bizarre set on our first night there. But Summerfest was really fun. Milwaukee's so much cheaper than Chicago. That was a good time. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Rachel for coming along with me.
and thanks for everyone we saw up there. Okay, folks, this is the start of a five-part series that I have been teasing for years on this show in advance of my trip to Oahu, Honolulu, Waikiki, Moana Loa, Hawaii. It's our top 50 We've done a lot of power rankings on this show, but this is going to be the first power ranking that spans five episodes. It's our top 50 United States power rankings. So today what we're going to be tackling are honorable mentions, followed by where we're going from worst to best, okay? And just to preface this, I mentioned this last week, but the way we're doing it is sort of in groupings. So... It's not as big of a deal what's 49 versus what's 47. It's a, At least in my mind, it's a bigger deal. Hey, what, what group or category did you fall into? Because that's really the most damning or uh, celebratory aspect of this. So, excuse me. We're going to start off with the honorable mentions. The guys that just didn't quite make the cut. Number one, Washington, D.C. They've been bitching about statehood for a long time. Uh, and I feel like, you know, one of these days someone's just got to go for it. And Washington DC is really expensive. It's super hot. It's a lot of blowhards, which I don't really know what it means, but it just seems if you were going to describe like, I don't know, one, like Joe Manchin and, um, who's that crazy blonde Senator, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she's a representative, right? Or like Kristen Cinema. I would call them a blowhard without really fully understanding what the term implies. It just, it just feels right. Ted Cruz is definitely a blowhard. Matt Gates is definitely a blowhard. So Washington, D.C. has a lot of blowhards. And it's really crowded and rent is crazy. And the metro could be so good, but it's not. It's really unreliable. I don't think it runs 24 hours, which is just kind of bizarre in a city like D.C. And so D.C. needs to kind of shit or get off the pot. And uh, that's why we're mentioning it because it's it's kind of a dishonorable mention, I guess. So continuing on here, we have Puerto Rico. Remember what Trump would say? Puerto Rico. Remember when Trump went to Puerto Rico and he threw the paper towels into the crowd? It was just really bizarre. In the grand scheme of like presidential reactions to natural disasters, that's just a really weird one. And there's a lot you can say about Trump and how awful he is, and it's all true. But at the end of the day, he's also just really weird. I think he's kind of socially awkward. I don't think he really knows how to react when he's not yelling. Or how to act when he's not yelling. Uh, Puerto Rico, I'm going to go one of these days. I don't know what flight prices are like now, you know, kind of in the pandemic, post-pandemic. But before, and I think my brother could speak to this, you could find some dirt cheap flights like in the 100 range. At least from New York to um, San Juan. And I think pretty similar from Chicago there. So I'm going to go one of these days. I would love to go. There's no reason not to go. I haven't, just haven't... uh, it hasn't fit in yet with my sort of schedule, with my, my wants, my needs. Puerto Rico being this far down, it's, it's not like Washington, D.C., where I would have put that pretty low. This is just, it's an honorable mention because it's not a 50 state. So I'd love to get that going, though. I think that would be cool. And then uh, Guam. It's our last honorable mention. Don't give me any of that U.S. Virgin Island bullshit or, you know, Utah. Look, we I... I hear your protest. We are going to include Utah in the 50 states, although it could easily be banished to some Dante's eighth level of hell. But Guam is one I didn't do any research on. I didn't put any notes on it. It's somewhere in the Pacific, and there's probably like 25 people there. I don't know. Beantown, Beantown poll trivia question of the week. Guam population. Take your best guess. We're Googling it right now. Gum, oh, gum population. No, Guam, not gum. It was actually gum popularity is what I was getting autofilled with, but that's not what we wanted. I know, I'm aware of how popular gum is. Okay, take your best guess right now, live on air, the population of Guam. Here we go, drum roll. 168,783. 
Who wants to guess? If you go to their Wikipedia page, can you scroll down or is it all fit on one page? Oh, you can scroll. So Guam is just kind of, what do you think Guam means? It's kind of a fun name, G-U-A-M. Oh, there's a section on sports. Guam's most popular sport is American football. You think they have room for a uh, football field there? I don't know. Guam's men's national basketball team and the women's team are traditional powerhouses in the Oceania region. Well, no shit. You're playing against the Naurus, the Tahitis, the uh, Tuvalus, the uh, uh, Bora Boras of the world. You just got to watch out for Papua New Guinea, the Oceania region behind the men's national basketball team. Oh, yeah, those guys are going to clean up. There grow some giants down there. Those banished uh, cons. Guam is home to various basketball organizations, including the Guam Basketball or, or Guam Basketball Association. Of course, the GBA. I know that. GBA had its first season in 2015. Yeah, I was huge on that in college. Here are the teams. The Autospot Phoenix, sponsored by Autospot. University of Guam Tritons. So the University of Guam plays in a professional basketball association. That is badass. The KFC Bombers. The MVP Stars. What great names. This is like when you buy an unlicensed version of Madden or something, and these are the teams that come on there. Uh, the Mitsubishi Outlanders. The MacTech Nerds a mag- by MacTech, a magazine owned by Apple Computers. So let's just get this straight. There's a, a, a Guam Basketball Association team named after a magazine owned by Apple. And then finally, the Tooth Fairies. I'm not shitting you. Go find the Guam Basketball Association Wikipedia article, and you will see that one of the team names in the GBA is the Tooth Fairies. What, what, just a wonder, what a wonderful find. Okay? You're never going to know about that. You're never going to learn about that unless you listen to the Beantown Podcast. We are inspiring. We are funny. We are inspirational. We are good-looking. We are charitable. And most importantly, we're, we're teaching the youth of tomorrow. Well, they're the youth of today, but they're going to be older than youth tomorrow. I want to take this time before we get into number 50 here, before we jump into our first category, and I think we're doing 50 through 43, 44 today. I think there's eight states we're doing. Um, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. I took copious notes for six of them and then I forgot to do the, the last two. So those are going to be off the top of my head. Uh, our sponsors, Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspector in Central Oregon, you need it to be safe. You need to be certified. You also want it to be quick and easy. Like me in college. Or me today. You're going to want to call my dad, Steve, 541-410-0316. I forgot to put in the Ramos family phone number when I was shopping at Jewel today. I missed out on like three bucks in savings. It was brutal. Really just catastrophic. So sorry, uh, Betty, you didn't, get, you didn't get any gas rewards points from me today on my purchase of breakfast sausages, ranch tra- I'm not kidding. Ranch dressing, white wine, uh, cheddar pretzels, and bourbon. That there's there's your. I've been living alone for what six years. Two in Baltimore, two in Rogers Park, so five five plus. And that's we got one week left until Rachel moves in. Maybe this will mean an inherent uptick in Rachel appearances on the Beantown Podcast. She she doesn't like to think so, but maybe. Because maybe it'll just be like, oh, it's a Friday afternoon. Like, Quinn's doing Beantown Podcast. Like, sure, I'll hop on and, you know, share my thoughts on the Guam Basketball Association or the grocery list or, you know, forgetting. He, he remembered to get the bourbon, but he didn't get, you know, diapers and baby formula. So I I see that in my future. But, yeah, my grocery list <laughs> Uh, this is it sounds really bad when you when you say it out loud but they all had a purpose ranch dressing because i've been having salad all night or all, all week for dinner and i'm just almost out and rachel likes ranch dressing so i figured let's make sure we have some breakfast sausages because i got plenty of eggs and i want to have some sausage to go with it at some point 
and um, oh, oh, uh, uh, bourbon because I mentioned I've been. Uh, I'm actually sipping on pretty much the last dregs of my bourbon that I got for my birthday from uh, hashtag brother and hashtag future sister in law of the podcast. Time out from our ad read. Congratulations to brother of the podcast Jack Furnace for getting engaged last weekend. Jack's a good friend of the show. He probably, maybe behind Matt Fiedler, um, holds the record for uh, second most. I think he's probably second most appearances on the show, although Jack and Matt are close. Uh, So congratulations to Jack, and uh, we'll look forward to your wedding at some point in the future. But yeah, uh, the ranch dressing, the pretzels, I just was in the mood for cheddar pretzels. I just want to munch a little bit today. And uh, the wine, because you're going to want wine, and it's, it's summer. I love white wine in the summer. I put a nice cube in there. Best. Best way to do it. That's what I was drinking at Kickball last night. Also, shout out to a, a friend of the podcast. She's never been on. She probably doesn't even know that the show exists. But Erin Murray, we were at her wedding like a month ago. She threw a seven-inning complete game shutout in Kickball last night. It was It was all attitude. And what I loved about it, she wasn't just, you know, lobbing it down the middle. She was painting corners. She was bringing them to full count. She was making sure she gets the pitch she wanted. Immaculate defense behind her. Partially courtesy of yours truly. I made at least, I don't know, three outs, four outs, maybe something like that. The first inning, I just threw myself in the right field. Kicked, they kicked it out there twice. Nailed them. And uh, I was also, I, I'm not going down the rabbit hole here, but just to cap this thought off, I was two for two. I only batted twice. Two two hits, two runs scored, two out of the five runs, courtesy of uh, your boy. So all is this to say, all this is to say, uh, 541-400-0316, call Steve or go to HomePrideOregon.com when you need your home inspected in Central Oregon. Trust the experts. Home Pride Oregon inspection perfection. All right. I also want to give a shout-out to our good friends, the Samson Q2U series. It's got crisp, clean audio quality, guys. We've been doing this for five, four and a half years. Is that how it goes? Yeah, four and a half years, but in our fifth season. Guys, we're, we're mere months away from getting into season six of the Beantown podcast. It's never-ending. It's eternal at this point. I think, you know, I think it would be, for me, it's like, okay, if I, if you do a show haphazardly maybe maybe you know a couple weeks in a row and then you take three weeks off and then you jump back into it which is what everyone does right i say okay yeah that's cool like fifth season whatever but no this show is a locomotive from hell filled with laughter joy and mirth frankincense gold and myrrh and mirth there was a, a house of mirth question on jeopardy the other day there's also an ethan Fromm question and uh, I got it, and no one else did. I think it's Fromm, right? That bastard Mayan Bialik said Ethan Fromm, but I always was taught it was Ethan Fromm. So going to have a boss battle on her hands. Don't get me started on the Jeopardy host controversy. Mayan Bialik is awful. Uh, speaking of the Samson Q2U series, I just dripped a little bit of bourbon on there, so that's fun. Uh, guys, here's what you need to know. From Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, all those minor prophets, Ecclesiastes, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Zepediah, Zippity-Doo-Dah. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. And finally, our good friends, the Cuts by Q, I don't know, just Cuts by Q. It's not the Cuts by Q like the Ohio State University. Gave myself a nice little neck shave today, a little uh, front neck, back neck. The works, excuse me, if you will. We are an independently owned and operated barbershop serving Northwest Indiana, Chicago, Cook County, Greater Chicagoland area, heck, Southern Wisconsin if you want. Again, it's got to be Kenosha. I don't go any further. That's where the train stops. Or else I got to hop on an Amtrak. It's 25 bucks compared to like seven. You know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it adds up when I'm only charging 20 bucks a haircut. So, overhead people, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, call the experts at Cuts by Q.
Okay. So we've done our honorable mentions. We're getting into the second half of the show here. And I got a lot to say. So I'm going to I'm going to do my best to try to find the balance between giving each state in today's episode the hate it deserves, but ultimately sort of the just general time that it deserves. I don't want to just completely breeze past anyone except maybe like Oklahoma or Kansas or Nebraska cuz or North North Dakota like what the fuck am I going to say about those states? Uh corn, beans, sand. Timothy McVeigh, you know, it's just, it's in bad taste, okay? So I'm going to do my best. But bear in mind, this, this power ranking is highly personal and highly subjective and highly dependent on uh, not only how much preparation I, went in, I put into each show, but also how much personal history slash association I have with each state. And it's kind of, it varies, right? New Mexico, I've been there for couple hours. Illinois, I've been there for 25, 26 years, right? So it's, I'm going to do my best. Okay. I'm, I'm, I promise, but I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. You probably are just as curious for anything else. What comes in at number 50 on my power rankings list? Here we go, folks. It's a show that, uh, I notoriously, or a, a state that I notoriously bash, it's not, it's a state, honestly, that I've spent more time in in the last couple of years than a lot of other states, just due to where I've taken myself for work travel. Um, it's a state where I, I haven't had any really terrible personal experiences, but I just, it's got to go there, okay? Because it's just the perfect storm. Coming in at number 50. Oh, and I'll mention, the, uh, the, the title of this grouping that we're going through today, after our honorable mentions, D.C., Puerto Rico, Guam, and Guam, is uh, I titled this Absolute Trash Heap. So there's going to be a, an important distinction between the ca- the, this, uh, this week's category and next week's category. This week's category, Absolute Trash Heap. Irredeemable, uh, you know, irregardless, all that stuff. In the next week's category is going to be similar, but it's going to be a little bit different. And I'm not going to you know, give anything away. But I just want you to, to know that this, these states, these uh, seven or eight that we're about to go through, I deem them to be just the lowest scum of the earth. And uh, I'm fully embracing alienating listeners here on the show today. I'm not trying to be polarizing. I'm not trying to be divisive. All I want to do is poke fun at uh, mostly stereotypes, okay? Because even though I've been to 49 of your 50 states, uh, a lot of what I have to go off of is just kind of uh, stuff that's going to be relatable to everyone. Okay, number 50, the great state of Alabama. You knew this was coming. We've done a whole show bashing Alabama in the past, back in uh, start of year four, I think it was. Um. Guys, it's 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 it sucks down there. I mean, you you have you ever walked around downtown like Tuskegee or heck downtown uh, Birmingham? I was there back in January. It's just a lot of like trains and Publix markets. And really a lot of weirdos out on the street. And you go outside of the urban areas and it gets five times worse. Just the horror show. Here's why I put Alabama at number 50. There are states that are like worse places to live in my perspective. But Alabama thinks, and we've mentioned this many times on the show in the past. Alabama thinks they are the shit. They think they are cool. They think they are trendy. They are Heart of Dixie, baby. That's their nickname, the Heart of Dixie. They embrace it. They are the ones doing the Confederate soldier reenactments on Saturday mornings. They just think they're so good. It's hot. It's muggy. It's, like, weird because it's a lot of, like, fields you know, plantations, crops, whatever, and then some weird, like, like the Talladega Forest and some hills, but still kind of flat. It's just humid. 
It's hot. You don't get any like fun seasons. They had that terrible Josh Lucas movie, uh, Sweet Sweet Home Alabama. And uh, essentially, when you when you look in the grand scale of U.S. history, and you talk about race relations and Civil War, Alabama is the villain of U.S. history. Remember how much they embraced that, uh, what's his name, uh, Judge Roy something, the, the guy who dated children? What was his name? God, I'm glad, I'm happy that I can't remember because I don't want him to be uh, part of my sort of mind. Judge, it was Roy, right? Um, or maybe not. Alabama. He was he was a politician at some point, and then he tried to run for um, off polit- another political office. Judge Roy Moore is that his name? I think that's his name. Alabama Roy Moore. Okay, yeah, Roy Moore. Roy Stewart Moore, American politician. He was the twenty seventh and thirty first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Alabama. Each time, oh, I didn't even know this. Each time being removed from office for judicial misconduct. He was the Republican nominee in the 2017 U.S. Senate special election in Alabama in the seat vacated by Jeff Sessions. Boy, you read this one Wikipedia article and it just gets really upsetting. He also ran on a successful U.S. Senate in 2020. This guy dates children. He's a judge. He's been removed for judicial misconduct twice from state office. It's uh, Look, if you are a Republican in Alabama and you lose a Senate election to a Democrat, which is essentially a Nazi or a commie, you fucked up. And uh, Alabama, that's what you should put on your license plates from now on. You fuck, We fucked up. Coming in at number 50, folks, it's Alabama. I, I'm, I, I have no reservations about that ranking. No second thoughts. I hold firm. Okay, coming in at number 49, it's his twin, twin brother, really. And I've said this on the show before. Guys, the difference between Alabama and Mississippi, our 49th state, is nothing other than Mississippi thinks or knows that they suck. No one from Mississippi or anywhere really is like, oh, yeah, Mississippi, like, we're doing okay. We're, we're good, right? Whereas you go to Alabama and it's like, ooh, Rolling Tide football, Josh Lucas movies, Jeff Sessions, we're cool. No one says that about Mississippi. That's why it's 49 and, and Alabama is 50. Basically, being crap, here's the thing, okay. Being crap and knowing your crap doesn't get you any higher than 49, but it does get you ahead of Alabama. Here's the thing. Mississippi's all the way at the, the south, deep south, bottom of the U.S. It's named after a kick-ass river that starts all the way in Minnesota. And spoiler alert, you guys are going to have to wait several weeks for us to uh, unveil Minnesota's ranking. Your state capital is named after a genocidal president. Andrew Jackson. Trail of tears, baby. Relocation. All the good stuff. Why did why did they even name a town in Mississippi after Andrew Jackson? The guy's from Tennessee. Like, can't you come up with something original? Has anyone Serious question. Here's our Beantown Podcast poll question of the week. Email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, it's Beantown Bean Podcast at yahoo.com. You can also tweet at the show. We are at Beantown Cast, like you broke your arm or something. I am personally at White Buns with a Z. And uh, you know who follows me? The DePaul Athletics Director, my coworker, Dwayne Peavy. So that kind of you know tells you I'm hot stuff. Here's a question. Has anyone ever willingly wanted to go to Mississippi for any sort of trip? 
I'm not talking like driving across a border for cheaper cigarettes. I'm talking like, oh, yeah, we're going to Mississippi because X, Y, Z. There's this cool thing there. It's uh, Mississippi is high up there. If, you know, I, 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 I'll never be less than forthright with you on the show. Mississippi is high up there for me personally on the list of states that I've spent very little time in. Um, and so I'm not, I, I don't want to sit here for five more minutes and be like, oh yeah, Mississippi, this Mississippi, that like, I, I haven't been there, but guys, it sucks. No one talks about Mississippi and it's not because it's a hidden gem under the radar. It's just Mississippi is just Mississippi. Does anyone know it? Like, can, can you, could you, could I call you on the phone? And you could give me three facts about Mississippi. I mean, uh, here's what I know. It's named after uh, a river. State capital is Jackson. Uh, one of its larger cities is Vicksburg. Uh, it has a very short Gulf Coast. Um, it borders like four states or some three states maybe. And um, it's known for its uh, high rates of obesity, illiteracy. And, um, here's that, that's it. That's, that's what I know about it. Pretty much sucks. That's Mississippi. Okay, let's move on. This isn't a Mississippi bashing show, but we don't often get the chance to talk about Mississippi because who would talk about Mississippi? Uh, here's something that I have a little bit more personal connection to and feel strongly against. Number 48, Louisiana. First and foremost, guys, who dat more like you stink? I wrote that down so I could deliver it well. Uh, Louisiana, you're named after a French king. Like an idiot. What's the one way that you as a state can project just absolute weakness? Be named after a French king. I'm going to need a whiskey refill by the time Louisiana is done. Not only because Louisiana makes me want to drink, but I'm I finished my drink before, you know, back in like halfway through Alabama. Louisiana, you're named after a French king, but I don't even know which one. There's like there's literally like 19 Louis. 14 is the Sun King, uh, right? 14 is the Sun King. 16 had a really cool wig. It was huge. It looked like Charles Perrault, or if you want to do the French pronunciation, Charles Perrault. Hercule Paul. I think that's how you say it. Uh, guys, let's just set the record straight in this one. Fuck the Saints. You guys cheated. And uh, you got a Super Bowl out of it. And I know Sean Payton got suspended a year. I know Greg Williams got indefinitely banned, although he got brought back like two years later. So who's, who's the kid here? We'll get to Oklahoma later. Probably next week. That's a that's a, a, a Van Gundy quote for those of you from like 16 years ago. Who's the kid here? Uh, you cheated. You won the Super Bowl. You had some suspensions. Jonathan Vilma, whatever. But you didn't have to give the trophy back. You didn't have to replay the 2010 NFC Championship game where you intentionally tried to injure a man. Uh, and got just all the ref calls. Uh, here's the thing. Remember how rigged that 2010 NFL championship game was? The the refs had to do so much. The combination of the refs and Bounty Gate had to do so much on top of the Vikings giving the game away just to get the game to overtime. And then in overtime... Never got a chance to have the ball and a phantom fourth down conversion, a phantom pass interference call on Jeremy Shockey. Next thing you know, John uh, Carney or whatever his name is sent you guys to the Super Bowl. Remember when the NFL rigged an entire championship game so that your team could get some sort of ill-conceived redemption for Katrina? I remember. I watched every second of it. I hated it. Your state capital, 
means red stick. Again, in French. You guys really love France. Like, what the, what the hell? Red stick? I, I'm all for, like, cool names. That name sucks. You think you're cool because you have parishes, not counties? What the hell is a parish? Like, parish is like a Catholic thing. Why do you need parishes? Just be normal. Your graves are above ground. Okay? Underrated criticism. Literally, this is where the zombie apocalypse starts. In Louisiana. Why? Because spooky zombies, ghouls, demogorgons. It's a lot harder if you have to fucking, you know, dig yourself out of the ground. We can just swing the door open like Shrek out of his outhouse at the start of Shrek. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I yanked the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with the finger and a thumb in the shape of the L and a forehead. I'm not going to keep going, but I could because my laptop's at 36% and we got like five more states to go. Okay, last thing I'll say about Louisiana. The food could be kick-ass, like Cajun cooking, Creole cooking. Dude, some of that stuff is bomb. I've had you know good like gumbo good jambalaya before good grits like some of that stuff is awesome but you had to go and fuck it up we dropped this is this might be the record and i apologize to the kids out there that's why i give our listener discretion is advised at the top of every show i gave you a a fair warning that we might use some inclement language but this might be the show record honestly because i don't just in life i don't use the f-bomb much um but I've dropped it like five times already today because I feel really passionate about my disdain for some of these states we've talked about. You had to go fuck it up by throwing a whole bunch of, you know, crustaceans in there, cephalopods, slugs, but mostly mostly crustaceans. You know, these are crawdaddies, crayfish, prawns, shrimp. Just they're gross. I don't want a I don't want a stew that has creatures with eyes in it. It's really off putting. That's why I request my gumbo with no shrimp. Okay? Any of you who are doing a you know early birthday planning eight months away, no shrimp. Okay? It's just not necessary. If you're gonna serve me shrimp. Pluck the eyes out first. That's gross. I don't want to eat your eyes. I ate this stew in Africa once. Fish head, you know, sort of stew something. It had eyes. It's not a fan. Excuse me. All right, I'm going to take a quick pause. Whiskey refill. Then we're going to come back. Blitzkrieg because we got 33% left in like five states. Be right back. All right, 60-second break. I'm back. That was an unfortunate amount of bourbon that I have left, like, Less than a shot. So we're going to power through here. I will say the ones I've mentioned I'm, I'm a little bit more passionate about than uh, what's, what's coming up here. Number 47 on our list is Arkansas. Okay, have you ever seen Boy Erased? Have you ever seen Ozark? Combine the two and you have Arkansas. Weirdos, gay conversion therapy... Mega churches, drugs, Windy Bird, and ran out of things to say. That's Arkansas. The best part, the the last, the actual best part about Arkansas in the entire state is that it's across the river from Memphis, which is a kick-ass town, blue collar but fun. Beale Street, Blues, Barbecue. Yeah, we got that. It's nothing. It's, it's an empty void of meeting with a bunch of crazy Bible people. It's basically the Deep South and the Ozarks, which I can't imagine a worse combination. You say, Quinn, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the Deep South? I say, I don't like the Deep South. 
They say, what could make the Deep South worse? I say, I don't really know. Like, it's pretty bad. And you say, well, what if we threw in the Ozarks? Spooky hills, lakes, mountains, drugs, and hill people. I say, whoa, I'm spooked. I've got to tell you what, a quick time out here. I was not feeling the energy going to this podcast, and it's still kind of like dark and gloomy outside, droomy, and, uh, you know, all that jazz. But I got to say, the, just the, 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 the fervor of contempt. I've used a lot of good dictionary words today. This could be like a Scripps National Spelling Bee sponsored podcast that I have for these states here at the bottom. It's going to be different. Look, we go into the third category. It's going to be like middle of the road. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, like Arizona. Cool. But Arkansas? Oh, hell no. Don't send me to Arkansas. And, okay, speaking of Arkansas, why do we pronounce it like that? We got Kansas and Arkansas. Same thing. Both an AR in front of it. Speaking of AR, I assume lots of AR-15s in Arkansas. Just because I predict that most schools are going to want to have one for hill people. But why? look, we got to pick a lane here. We can't have Kansas and Arkansas. We got to get together on this. There was no coordination when we worked on pronunciations here, which is just a, a black mark on our country. Okay, an absolute black mark. Also Walmart. Okay, number 46. Maybe one, I, I don't know if you're expecting this. Uh, look, we got, we got 46 and we got a couple of heavy hitters. Number 46, South Carolina. Seceding bastards. The first state to leave the union when everyone else is, you know, kind of, you know, propping up their credentials and making their case for, hey, we want to be in the union. You know, let's build something here. 50 states sounds pretty cool. You know what South Carolina, when they did, they left. Fort Sumter, Charleston, whatever. They, they're out. We never should have let them back in. It's really hot and muggy. And the South Carolina coast is kind of blah. Hilton Head and Myrtle Beach are your two main attractions, and they're pretty tacky. Very touristy. A lot of bugs. Remember the size of the bug that I found in a cabin in Hilton Head Island? It was, I was spooked until next year. The whole state is basically a swamp or Charleston, which is like a weird deep south, southern bell, like lynchings at 5 p.m., kind of place cool hats i will i'll give them that okay cool hats but cool hats can't carry you you know who else has cool hats kentucky derby louisville we'll get to kentucky next week south carolina is definitely oh speaking of charleston i i prefer the charleston west virginia it's quaint that's just a great word to use okay south carolina is absolutely one of those states Where the billboards along the interstate either say, in all caps, God listens, call 1-800-GOD-SPEAKS, or they say Uncle Dick's Adult Pleasure Palace, next exit. Pretty much those are your two options. And yeah, the the last note I wrote on South Carolina. Sounds like a really good place to get lynched. Let's move on. We got... Guys, we got two heavy hitters here, like big time, big time dogs. Number 45, which uh, coincidentally works out because President 45 has his uh, permanent address there. Florida. Guys, we could do a whole, a whole show about Florida. I'm not going to beat around the bush too much, I promise. You, everyone's going to have their thoughts. Everyone's going to have their perspectives. I get it. Maybe you had a magical time at Universal Studios. Maybe you're a big Florida A&M booster. I don't know. This is just how I feel. Have you ever wanted to get mauled by an alligator? What about being stuck in eight-lane traffic hell Trying to get across Orlando. 
What about actually being in Orlando between February and November? Have you seen the Disney prices? Okay, I got to stop reading my notes. It's getting really kitschy. Okay, also Miami is like L.A., fake, fake, fake. And, uh, I mean, look, I love a good Cuban sandwich, but I don't get the hype about Cuban cigars. I'll put that out there. Miami is just like South Beach and bikinis. And it's like, you know, it's so, it's so gilded, G-I-L-D-E-D. Like, what are you actually doing with your life other than, like, getting fake tits and putting them on Instagram? It's so shallow. It's so, like, 15-year-old boy, horny, like, we, we can do better than this, right? I will never forgive Florida after the whole taking my talent to South Beach. And I know that was LeBron James, but I'm putting him there just as well. And, but, I mean, we, we have barely scratched the surface. Has, has a Florida sports team ever sold more than, like, 50% of their tickets to a game? Think about it. Okay, you got Marlins, who, yes, are still in existence. The Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, sorry. Miami Marlins are still a team. I know no one has ever heard anything about them since 2003. Uh, the Tampa Rays, I prefer the Devil Rays. That's who uh, Dennis Quaid plays for in that movie, The Rookie. Uh, who else we got? We got the Miami Dolphins. Okay, cool, 50 years ago. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tampa Bay Bucks. Only relevant because of Tom Brady. So, you're welcome. You got the uh, Miami Heat. No one gives a shit outside of the four years LeBron was there. Did you know that... Uh, What's his name? Still plays for the Miami Heat. He's like half a player, half a coach. Uh, Haslam, Udonis Haslam. He's like 45. And he still comes off the bench every once in a while. It's ridiculous. Hang it up, dude. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning. They won two out of the last three Stanley Cups. Went to three straight. And their daily attendance is like 200. And then you have the Florida Panthers. Did you guys know there is a pro hockey team called the Florida Pan- the Florida the Florida Panthers? Could you do you know where they play? I think it's called uh, Sunset, Florida. I don't know where it is. So somewhere outside of Miami, I guess. No one in Miami is like, oh yeah, we're going to the Panthers game. You say that, people will be like, dude, Cam Newton retired, which he didn't. Remember when Cam Newton was on the Patriots? Disaster. And then last thought. You got the panhandle. The Florida panhandle is also hell, like Arkansas. It's the deep south, but with shitty beaches. It's just awful. Who would want to go there? I always get sent, when I worked in in Baltimore, I'd always get sent to Florida, but not Miami. Not somewhere cool like Daytona Beach. I would get sent to Orlando. And if you're not in Orlando to, you know, pay two thousand dollars to go to Disney, it is office buildings and weird ge- geckos and landlocked and humid and ninety-five degrees in March and awful. And that's my fondest memory. Uh not my fondest memory. My dad took me to Florida when I was a kid. I really appreciate that. He got food poisoning from Bob Evans. We did a whole song about it. Shout out to hashtag dad of the furnace. Dad. Dad of the furnace. I guess that's true. Dad of the podcast, Steve Furnace. Happy birthday. Also, you know him from Home Pride, Oregon. His birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, dad. Okay, we got two states left. And I got 19% on my laptop. I mentioned there was going to be another heavy hitter. Coming in at number four, it's Texas. <sighs> Another thing we could do a whole podcast about, and this is where I stopped taking notes because I forgot that I was going to record today. Guys, Texas, it sucks. And whenever you say Texas sucks, people are like, oh, have you been to Austin? It's like, yeah, 
Austin's cool. It's good music. Great food. But it's also like a million people. And super expensive. And have you seen those uh, University of Texas Austin colors? They're orange. Like, got to pick a different color, man. No offense to U of I, but orange? Yeah. Everyone is like, oh, let's go, like, float down the river or, like, stand in the lake. Well, it's so crowded. Have you seen the weather forecast anywhere in Texas, not just Austin? This time of year, you pull it up, it's like 103, 104, 106, 102. Ooh, things are cooling off, 97. I don't know who would want to go there. And this is, this is close to home because I got a brother and sister who live there. And this is no personal attack on them. I don't think it's their favorite state either. It's just, I don't get it. They got their own power grid. They think they're so cool until the power grid fails and it's like, Oh, we need help. Uh, Has anyone ever been to Houston and been like, oh, that was cool? No. Houston is grid, traffic, suburban hell. Houston's not a city. Houston is just a giant suburb. And then you got Dallas. And Fort Worth. Like, what is Fort Worth? No one knows anything about Fort Worth. It's like Staten Island or or the Roanoke Colony. It's like no one knows anything about it. But it's huge. So many people down there. It's so hot. Everyone wears a cowboy hat. They think they're hot stuff. I don't get the appeal. And then you go you go down to Corpus Christi. It is like a 24-7, 365 oil spill on the ocean. I don't really get that one either. And then you go anywhere west of, you know, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth, and it's just wide open swaths of grass and cattle. What a lonely, dark, hot, miserable place. I don't know. When I think of uh, No Country for Old Men, I just think of like West Texas. And that is just, it's really depressing. It's like Napoleon Dynamite, but without kind of the like innocence feel. It just feels very um, awful. Okay, our last state of the day, last state of the episode, I promise. I closed my notes. It's embarrassing. Uh, but I remember what it was. Okay, so that was 44 Texas. Number 43, and the next time we'll pick up with number 42 in a whole new category. Number 43, and this was a late edition. So five minutes before I started recording, I took a brief glance over the notes because I hadn't touched it since like Wednesday or Tuesday. And I took one look at it, and I said, you know what? If we're going to do, if we're going to throw one of these states into this this group, like there's another state that's got to come in here. And I I don't feel bad about it. Number 43 is Missouri or Missouri. It's a stepsister to Arkansas. They share the Ozarks. And we've already talked kind of extensively about all of that. Missouri's got Branson. It's just like if you're anyone other than a white person, it's basically like a horror movie, Branson, Missouri. And then you got St. Louis, which is very different from the rest of Missouri. But St. Louis thinks it's so cool, gritty, hip, up and coming and urban, when in reality it just sucks. They have a trolley that goes on one road, and that's pretty much your public transportation system. You have the St. Louis Cardinals. No one thinks the Cardinals aren't douches. Like, everyone knows they suck. And then you go across the state, and it's basically in the south. It's like Ozarks and hilly and hill people. You go north, and it's just Iowa. And look, I don't hate on Iowa, but I'm also not going to sit here and say like, oh, here are the top 15 hidden gems in Iowa. No, it's just it's corn. That's northern Missouri, too. The one redeeming factor is almost enough to get it into the next category is Kansas City. I do like Kansas City. 
I'm actually having to go there, not Kansas City, but Overland Park, Kansas, uh, in two months here for work. I like Kansas City. Kansas City holds a special place in my heart. It's where I took this current job that I have. Um, it's a it's a cool place. Downtown Kansas City is nice. The barbecue is not as good as Memphis, but it's not bad barbecue. But it's not enough to save it. Uh, Missouri, you got some really backwards politics. Uh, it's just kind of icky. I don't really want to go. Lake of the Ozarks is like, I could, I could just like take a cooler, blow up an inner tube and sit on Lake Michigan and get drunk and then still be in Chicago and not have to drive eight hours back. That's all Lake of the Ozarks is. Okay. That's, uh, that's round one. That's the Beantown Podcast, part one of five of our U.S. state power rankings. That was a lot to get through, but, you know, that was still, I think that was, it was like seven or eight in the three honorable mentions, so that's about par for the course. It's about our average, so it's gonna, these are going to be meaty episodes. But I do think that, like, yeah, I'm going to have a lot more to say about the states I really hate. 50 through 43, then, you know, look, when we get to Oklahoma, when we get to Idaho, when we get to New Hampshire, it's like, okay, like, yeah, I'll I'll say this, say this, but how much can I really say? Um, That's what I got. I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore uh, because I have to pee and my laptop's at 10%. Let me know if you agree, disagree with rankings, where you'd put your own states. Uh, Again, this is just part one of five. We got four more parts. All in, in anticipation leading up to our big, grand 50th state celebration in Hawaii next month. Uh, I'm hoping that you're going to come along that journey with us. I hope you enjoyed these power rankings. I hope you enjoyed everything we had uh, today here on an extended edition of the Beantown Podcast. My name is Quinn David Furness. Everyone, I hope that you stay safe, stay sane, and I will check in on you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.